Welcome to the Easy Parenting Podcast. Ireland's number one parenting publication, Easy Parenting Magazine, has been offering Irish parents expert advice and assistance for over eight years. And now you can get more fantastic parenting advice and tips from our latest offering, the Easy Parenting Podcast, which will offer expectant mums and parents advice in every aspect of their parenting journey, from conception to pregnancy to toddlers, babies to teenagers, right through to empty nest syndrome. The Easy Parenting Podcast for expert parenting advice that you can trust. This episode of the Easy Parenting Podcast is supported by Relazima Spray and Go, Zinc and Panthenol, formulated for the delicate and sensitive skin of your baby's nappy area. Part of the Relife Relazima range. My skin says how I feel. Visit relife.ie for more. Packing your hospital bag. It's one of those wonderful rites of passage that all pregnant women experience. It's a fun and exciting time, as really it starts to make everything feel a bit more real. But it can also feel a little bit overwhelming in terms of where do you start? Nobody wants to be that person turning up to the hospital with a giant suitcase on wheels, a massive birthing ball, two holdalls. So you've got your list. You know what you've got to take for baby. You know what you've got to take for yourself and for your partner. But what do you really need? Today, I'm talking to Lisa Canavan, a midwife with nine years of experience under her belt. And she's going to give us a few pointers on what you really need to pack in your hospital bag. My daughter Nina arrived when I was 38 weeks. And I had a few random bags around the apartment packed with the baby grows and the nighties and the maternity pads, all that. But I hadn't put in, say, my toothbrush, my, my toothpaste, and I had to send my husband back home to go and search for all those bits so really I thought you know I should have been more prepared and had all that stuff just in a bag ready to grab so what would you advise to any first-time pregnant women listening to this that you know might be wondering when yeah when to pack I would advise from 30 weeks to pack the hospital bag I think it's a good point to get to and to start thinking about it a lot of people would think about it before the 30 weeks but once you hit that landmark, I would start packing the hospital bag and just have it near the front door or even in the back of the car. You can add things to it, take things away over the coming weeks so you don't have to have it fully ready. But I would start thinking about it definitely at that stage. So what does mum need to pack in her hospital bag? A nightdress or pyjamas with wide neck opening, breast pads, big comfy pants, a light dressing gown, non-slip slippers, flip-flops, your toiletry bag, a couple of packs of maternity pads, towels, a hairbrush and some hair accessories, lip balm, your mobile phone, do not forget your charger, some light snacks, and if you wear contact lenses, don't forget your glasses. We would always advise bring one bag for mum and one bag for baby, but also you need to split that into your hospital stay and then your labor bag. So what I tell people to bring is in their labor bag, it's all for mum and just with a little bit for baby. And then you could have, say, a suitcase that splits into two, you know, those suitcases, one side for mum, one side for baby, or else two separate bags. So whatever they find more convenient. So for mum, you'd be looking at really comfortable night dresses, comfortable pajamas, definitely the ones with the buttons down the front. Or else now you can get them with zips down the front as well, which are really handy. 
um, in pennies, duns, places like that. So anything with access so you can pop your baby skin to skin once it's delivered. And also it is easy accessible then for breastfeeding. So pack your comfortable nightwear. A lightweight dressing gown, definitely. The hospitals are really, really warm, not just in summer, even in winter, because we have the heat on for the babies. So anything really light. Then you'd also have a small bag of toiletries. So just the, I would say the bare minimum. You don't need a full makeup bag with you or anything like that. Obviously, if you want to bring your makeup, do. It might make you feel better, but you don't need to bring every single item with you. Mm -hmm. So things like shampoo, conditioner, shower gel also for the mum I always tell people to put in an eye mask and you're probably thinking when are you going to pop an eye mask on when you're having a baby but if you are in for a few days the hospitals are really bright lights can be on at all sorts of hours throughout the night because the hospital doesn't really sleep especially bring earplugs as well so that if you are having um, a longer hospital stay than planned you might get a good night's sleep at some point okay and with the earplugs I mean would you even get the chance to use them once your baby is born? Probably not once your baby is born, but more so if you are admitted to be induced and say it's your first night of induction and nothing has really kicked off. So you are hoping to get a bit of sleep that night. So it's not the same for everyone, but if it does go that way and you're not having any contractions or anything, it would be useful to have the earplugs with you and pop on the eye mask and even get a few hours sleep so I always say they're so small just pop them into your bag I would bring a dark colored towel we do have towels in the hospital that we will give you um, if you forget a towel but we would always say just bring at least one towel and definitely dark okay yeah and what's the craziest thing or maybe not crazy but the most odd thing that you've ever seen a patient bring into the hospital in their um, bag or? so I work in the labor ward so I mainly see people's labor bags and what they bring in with them there and the craziest thing I've seen a few years ago was a, one of the dads had packed a portable little tv with them so I don't know what he was planning mm. to do and what he's planning <laughs> to watch maybe some sort of football match was on this is before iPads were a thing okay and I came the little portable tv now obviously we didn't have, didn't have anything to hook it up to but I remember thinking this is mad <laughs> Wow, what a waste of space as well, yeah, bringing yeah. that. I unexpectedly went into labour a little bit earlier than I thought and I just became fixated on, I have to shave my legs. Oh, I'm okay. so ashamed, <laughs> which I know is crazy. Yeah. So maybe just to reassure people who are listening that, you know, midwives don't care. Do Midwives do not care, not at all. And people are always really worried about that. And it, it's always that they've booked, say, to get a wax or uh, they have something coming up and then suddenly their contractions start. They go into labor and they're mortified. But midwives absolutely don't care about that at all. We're just happy to see you. And no, that doesn't. At the end of the day, us. I guess the focus is just on getting the baby out exactly, safely. So exactly. Yeah. Doesn't matter if your, hair, your, your legs are hairy. Doesn't matter one bit. <laughs> Um, so what about, um, you know, mobile phone chargers, all that stuff? Would you have space to store all that? So the rooms are quite, well, the labour rooms are a good size, but before the labour room, if you're in an antenatal ward, space is limited. So 
we would say don't bring too much, but absolutely bring a phone charger. Um, we would have plugs in all the rooms or plugs at the bedside. iPads you could bring if you wanted, but you're not really going to get a chance to use them. There is Wi-Fi in the hospital, but I would just have your phone and your phone charger. Some people bring a newspaper and um, that's more for the partner now if they're getting a bit bored to give them something to read. But yeah. for yourself, it's mainly the clothes um, different things for to help you breastfeed if that's your plan and then obviously you have your baby bag as well and what about nail varnish because if you end up going and having a c-section so what do mothers need to be mindful of so we would tell everyone to take their nail varnish off before they come into the hospital nowadays a lot of people have shellac Mm -hmm. and again if they go into labor earlier than expected and haven't had the appointment to get the shellac off um, it's not a disaster if you have them on your hands hopefully you won't have them on your feet and if we can have at least one nail bed free we are happy but I would even say from 36 weeks on maybe avoid the shellac and mm-hmm. just get the regular paint because then we can take it off if you do come into us okay yeah and if there is a situation then where it is gel nails or shellac if it's, it's- gel nails on hands and shellac on feet there's nothing we can do about it yeah we will just work around it but we would prefer if it was off yeah is that for hygiene reasons um it is for hygiene reasons and also then just it's good if you're going for a cesarean section or any sort of operation to see the nail bed so it's the same if you're in a general hospital and you're going for surgery they wouldn't want nail varnish on either and what if you have to take regular medication or if you're asthmatic and you take an inhaler yeah so we would tell you to bring all your red if you're on an inhaler for example mm-hmm. bring that with you absolutely and it will be in your chart your medical chart and what you're on and what you're suffering with so we would be aware of it yeah but then also tell your midwife or tell the doctor you meet what yeah. medication you're on so we yeah. do want to know all of that how many maternity towels would you recommend someone should bring in so we recommend the big thick maternity um pads definitely and i would bring in with you three or four packets definitely we do have them in the hospital Mm -hmm. and we will give them to you that's no problem but it is useful to have some packets in your bag definitely because you do go through them like you wouldn't expect so what do you need to pack for baby you'll need six baby grows six vests one cardigan and one hat, one pre-washed baby towel, one packet of newborn size nappies, packet of cotton wool balls, six baby bibs, two cotton cellular baby blankets, and two pairs of scratch mittens. The hospitals encourage you to take the, the Ryanair approach when yes. you're packing your suitcase yes. and make sure everything is nice and compact. Mm-hmm. But um, do you really need to bring like six baby grows and, you know, uh, six vests yeah cardigans yeah so this is what we advise six baby grows six vests and you will go through them definitely it depends how long you're going to be in hospital but I would pack the six of each and you don't need six cardigans maybe two cardigans for baby so they do go through a lot of changes in the first few days um, nappy changes and um, they do spit up a lot of the milk and things like that. So you are changing them. You don't want them to be wet. So yeah. you, I would definitely stick with the six, sometimes six to eight. Also then at home, if you have a few pack or um, folded that if you do run out, say for example, you have a cesarean section, so you're in for a little bit longer than you'd planned, yeah. then your partner can just grab them. You know where they are at home and bring mm-hmm. them in and do mm-hmm. a swap. Mm-hmm. I'd also always bring some sort of plastic bag in your 
bag you can mm-hmm. get these um like just regular plastic bags so that you can put all the dot, dirty laundry into them good idea and send it home so that you you're not having piles and piles of clothes to pack up on the day that you're leaving hospital because that can be a big enough day in itself getting the baby and yourself out of hospital so you don't want all the laundry so if you can send that home the day before it will really help that's a good point actually because I don't think particularly for first-time mums you actually don't realize how much washing or laundry you're going to have and when you're in the hospital how much spit up the baby will produce and obviously you know very mucousy in the first few days so And you don't want them sitting in wet baby grows or anything like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Again, as well, I would say bring muslin cloths. Um, you'll, you'll you'll use a lot of them in the first few days. And the, the dribbling bibs as well. Yeah. They come in very handy. And what I did um, was I packed my baby grows and all the various um, items that I required into separate Ziploc see-through bags mm-hmm. so that you know, I could just go and grab it or my husband was able to just grab it for me. You know, there was no confusion. Yeah, that's a great trick, especially when people tend to deliver in the middle of the night and it is usually the partner's job to grab the baby's first outfit and it can be a little bit overwhelming. So if you have the baby's first outfit, baby grow vest and a nappy in the Ziploc bag, it makes it very easy for them then. And just going back to... um what mum needs actually I I didn't ask I have read about some people bringing their own pillow in or their own pillowcase that kind of thing would there be space for that so everyone will get a pillow in the hospital Mm -hmm. but some people want two or three pillows uh, say after they deliver so if you are someone that does like extra pillows what I would say is don't bring it in with you because you will have enough with you but have it outside in the car um so it's close by and then if you decide on the day that you would like an extra pillow your partner can just run out then and get that okay I would put a different colored pillowcase on it so that you do know it's not the hospital so all of ours would be white just so that we don't end up keeping your pillow then that's a really good idea and the going home outfit. Something really soft, comfortable that you're just going to slide into. And what I would say is have that hanging up at home and tell your partner, this is what I want you to bring in now the morning that you're coming to collect me. So you don't need to bring it in for the whole stay, mm-hmm. that it's not just sitting, taking up bed space. Mm-hmm. It's at home, it's fresh, it's ready to go. And then the day you're going home, if he arrives in with it, and then you can get into that and head home. Brilliant idea. And also... The maternity bras, that's one thing that I had sort of left to the very last minute. But once I had them, they were a godsend because Mm -hmm. obviously when you're breastfeeding, it's just nice to be able to clip it down, you know, and you pop your breast out, feed and then put it back again. Yeah, they're brilliant. The the breast pads. Breast pads, yes. I would also say if you're planning to breastfeed, I would have another little Ziploc bag and Mm -hmm. in that have all the things that you might need for breastfeeding just to make everything easier for you so a lot of people are talking about the different lotions and balms that are around and nipple shields things like that so you don't need to buy everything you might not need everything but what I would say is definitely buy your breast pads and um have a look at your nipples before you go into labor and think oh am I gonna do you think there's gonna be trouble latching the baby on are they flat are they inverted Uh and just have a look and if there are there's great things called latch assist that you can get now in all pharmacies Mm. for about nine euro and they're really really handy throw that in your ziploc bag if you do feel that your nipples are a little bit flatter than usual and then that's just going to help the journey into breastfeeding along that's an amazing tip and 
during my stay in the hospital, a midwife told me, because obviously when you try to get breastfeeding established, your nipples can get really, really sore. Absolutely. And she said, go and get this balm. And it was a lifesaver. There's great things out there at the moment. And you don't need to buy them all. You you might find it a bit mind-boggling, the amount of things that are out there. But do ask your friends that have been through it. Or if you're doing an antenatal class with a midwife, ask that midwife what she would recommend or what the hospital recommends to bring along, just to make everything a little bit easier for you then on the day. And what about your birthing partner? He or she will need some loose change for the parking machines, their phone charger, deodorant, some light snacks, a spare t-shirt, a toothbrush, and something to read, watch, or focus on to pass the time. And more importantly, the contact details of family and friends who will want to hear the good news. Snacks, definite snacks. So it can be quite long for them as well, the hospital stay, and they, especially the labor, if they're with you the whole time and you're laboring, say, throughout the night, they might only have access to a vending machine in the hospital Mm -hmm. because shops around the place might be closed. So I would pack snacks for them, definitely. We did used to say lots of coins for the car, for car parking, but now a lot of people have that app on their phone for car parking. Now, if they don't, I would highly advise to get that because then they don't need to worry about being clamped. And unfortunately, it happens a lot around the Dublin hospitals. So, yeah. yeah. Do download that parking app, definitely. And I guess they'd also need to bring stuff like a toothbrush and, you know, yeah, to keep freshen up items. Yeah, exactly. A toothbrush and a warm jumper. So overnight, if your partner is laboring through the night and you're in the labor room, it can, it can get quite cold for them. So it's comfortable clothes for them too. They don't need a bag as such, but just to throw in a few extras for themselves. And when the good news finally happens, mm-hmm. it's up to the partner to... Spread the good news. Yeah, so absolutely. They should really have the contact details ready and maybe even draft a text yeah, or something. Ha- yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Draft a text so they don't have to think of it yeah. or um, know who they're going to send the text out to and things. We do always encourage people to keep it, not to keep it quiet, but keep it to themselves for as long as they want because once they do send that text, their phones don't stop. So a lot of people keep it to themselves for the first hour and that's lovely. And then once you do send the text, you'll let everyone know the good news, but then it's out there. So if you keep it to yourself for even an hour, it's lovely. And the partner is always good for helping with timing the contractions. So there's a few apps out there that can actually help you do this, aren't there? Yeah, there are. They're fantastic. One is called um, Contraction Counter, and it's just really basic and they can familiarize themselves with it before they come into hospital. So they know that that's their job they can be keeping an eye on the contractions it makes it a little bit easier for the woman laboring and then also it gives the partner a job to keep an eye on things like that so I would download it and familiarize yourself with it beforehand okay and I suppose just to reassure people listening that if you are in a situation like one of my friends um I think she arrived to the hospital with her briefcase she had a meeting after and they basically said you're not going anywhere honey you're staying here that at the end of the day it's all about getting the baby out safely Absolutely. and somebody can bring all of these other things to exactly. you. Exactly. If you forget anything, you can br- it can be brought into you. We have a lot of the towels, the pads, things like that in the hospital. So we will absolutely provide them for you. And if there's anything you desperately need, somebody will bring it in. So it's not a blind panic if you arrive in unexpectedly yeah. and your bag's not packed. Okay. We can work around it. 
Okay, well, that's brilliant, Lisa. Thank you so much. No I think problem. that advice is brilliant. Great. Thank Thanks for, for having me. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Easy Parenting Podcast. Go to our social pages, Instagram and Facebook to find out more. Listen, download, rate, review on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of the Easy Parenting Podcast was brought to you by Relazima Spray and Go, Zinc and Panthenol, formulated for the delicate and sensitive skin of your baby's nappy area. Part of the Real Life Relazima range. My skin says how I feel. Visit reallife.ie for more.